Hey guys, uh, we're back here again with another episode of Bullish AF, and today we have a very, very special guest, guest, my good friend Jonah Rogers. Um, he's going to come on, tell his story, and tell you about his journey, and uh, maybe open your mind, maybe not, and yeah, just going to have fun, have a nice casual conversation, and I uh, hope you all enjoy. So here we go, my man Jonah. Obviously, we got Jeff on here as well, and we are Bullish AF. Well, thank you for the introduction. My guy, Dustin, showed me some love out there and, uh, and on the east coast of Florida. Uh, uh, oh, God, hold on. Let me think of the city. Uh, Melbourne, right? Weren't we near Melbourne? Uh, well, we were, we were in Orlando. Yeah. We were in Melbourne together. Uh, but I actually live in Fort Pierce. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I can't wait for you to come back. Can't wait for you to come back. Yeah, I, that was it was definitely one of the one of the most enjoyable parts of my trip. But um, the short version is I'm, right now I'm here in Houston, Texas, was born in Galveston on an island um, many, many years ago and kind of, you know, got through life and had some ups and downs like most people, you know. Um, had some crazy stuff happen in my childhood, very abusive. Um, but you know, as a child, you don't really understand. And then as you get older, you know, uh, would win competition, spelling bee, got a full ride scholarship for football. So it was like, when I really tried it stuff, I was really good at it. And, you know, I, I was scared to be great, but I was, I don't know. It's like, I would just do enough to be better than the people in my group, never trying to really, really be great. And so, you know, things kind of, you know, as you get older, things change and you want, you have wants. And I got really lucky that, um, uh, some things happened. I had a full ride scholarship for football, but it was not my path. So I went the entrepreneur route and at a, the age of 22, I ended up pawning everything I had turned $600 into a million cash in less than six months, and I owned underground game rooms, um, slot machines, um, which is in Texas, it was a gray area. And even the way I got into that business was pretty lucky. But um, yeah, it was it was an epic run, you know, in my 20s. At 28, I had 11 businesses. I had seven game rooms, two bars, a car wash, and a high-stakes poker game. And it was just very unsatisfying, very unfulfilling. Like, even though I was in, you know, <clears throat> I was a businessman, I had what I perceived was my dream relationship. Um, it just didn't feel like it was my calling. And everybody in my life at that time, it felt like was using me. And it was like, you know, when you grow up having, as, as a knowing what I know now and knowing that my whole life searching for love or searching for my place, when people show you love, you think, you know, you think, you think it's genuine. You think that, that they're, that it, that it's that they really love you for you but the more and more i got into it was the deeper i got into drugs women gamp like it was like i was literally um i was wilding out every day numbing myself from never really healing from my childhood and then by like 31 man i i just i burned it all to the ground i i didn't you know that cast of characters was no longer helping my life in the sense of like I just I just felt totally drained and totally used and pretty hurt. So, yeah, 
I went from that to homeless and couch surfing on employees' couches. You know, again, trying to find my way. And I, I, I literally kind of like had given up where I just didn't care anymore for like three years. And I was couch surfing. Actually, ironically, down the street from where I'm at now, my mm -hmm. homegirl's house uh, here in Pearland. And, you know, everything in life is just, you know, things just kind of happen. And I ended up getting back into business and had another epic run. 2014, 2015. Again, not. I made the same karmic mistakes that I did the previous time, which is I had some hustler type friends. I had what I perceived as a gold digging girlfriend. Uh, it was just just everything. Going back to gambling, I was, you know, drugs. Like not never hardcore like I was in my twenties, but just dabbling a little bit, and so. Yeah, I mean, thing everything happens. I mean, you know, I get I got raided by the cops. Um, I got robbed. I got robbed and raided in like a three week. I went from making fifteen thousand dollars a week to getting robbed and raided in a three week period, and it was just like, damn, again. <laughs> so after that, I I I finally broke up with the ex. That was it was just a toxic relationship and. You know, just moving forward a little bit, uh, I ended up getting back in the business three weeks after I got shut down. And then I sold that for like, I sold that business for like 130K in like February of 2016. And then, you know, then I went the corporate route. So it, it's just, it's been a series of things where, you know, but at this point, um, I had gained a lot of weight. So, after the breakup, I lost 65 pounds. I've been I've been on this constant reinventing myself my whole life, like a renaissance man. And, you know, whatever, if I was going this path, I would do this. And then it, if it didn't feel right, I was going to do this. And so this, this time I went, I'm going to show you. I'm going to get in shape. I got a corporate job. I was a general manager for a health club. And even that, I mean, living paycheck to paycheck. Now, I'm, I'm like, you know, when you go from making a bunch of money to seeing controlled money and taxes and who the hell is FICO. It's like you, you it kind of skews your, your, your mindset on spending. And so, yeah, once again, I mean, you know, I, I, I did that for a while and this is a lot of these things that were the things that helped to trigger my spiritual awakening, because the way I see it is you have multiple awakenings in your lifetime, whether you have a near death experience whether you go through multiple breakups or divorce, um, over, you know, addiction, a lot of these things we dealt with and knowing what I know now is what I was, why I had to. And so everything led up into the last, um, I guess it's been a year and two months now, uh, since I started on social media, telling my story, I had a massive spiritual awakening three and a half years ago where I could see the future. I could hear people's thoughts. I literally thought I, I, I lost my shit. And then there was just all the synchronicities and all these downloads and then all these lucid dreams and then my ears are ringing and getting headaches and then I'm, my body's sore and then I'm seeing repeating numbers. It was like all these things merging at the same time and then I'm becoming a better person and then people in my life at that time were, um, it's a weird thing to say when you become a better person, people start treating you worse and it didn't make sense at the time. But that's what kind of led me to my calling, which was just to be the voice of of the people that know they're not from planet Earth. And in the last 
you know, I started on social media in November of, of uh, 2021. And from then until now, we're at 510,000 followers, over 100 million views. Um, been across 34 states and two countries, sleeping on couches and tents, Airbnbs, mansions, uh, just a lot of cars on the ground. I mean, just really enjoying, not enjoying all the time, but really living the full human experience uh, and and just taking whatever the day came came about. So I know I just said a whole lot, but that that just kind of leads us to present day of of yeah, who I am and 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 what I guess what I do is or what my spiritual gift is. I have all the clairs, claircognizant, clairsentient, clairaudient. All these gifts get activated. It feels like only when I need them versus me actively trying to cultivate them. But I can walk anybody through a crowded city or major anything and, and show them exactly how the matrix works, uh, the the grid. And and I let, before I forget, let me just say it: we live in the matrix. We live in a computer simulated reality that feels real, where aliens are real, Jesus is real. Uh, uh, it's it's a little bit of everything is real. And you create your own reality with your mind. And for the people who thought we were crazy, we actually are the only ones that get it. I mean, there's not, there's very few people that get it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's where we're at. <laughs> love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Oh, you know, honestly, I don't think there could have been a better person to really spread the message as well as you have so far, in my opinion. Um, you know, you, you talk very well with people and things like that. Um, you convey your messages very clearly. Um, so yeah, I, I remember, yeah, that's right around the time you got on TikTok is actually right around the time we started kind of communicating back and forth and, and things like that. And, uh, yeah, man, I've, it, it's, it's been a journey, I, th I think for all of us too, you know, like, and everybody, everybody is on a different, a different journey and, and different parts of their journey all at the same time, which, you know, I think it's kind of funny too, because like for, for me personally, um, as I was young, I was kind of, I was already aware that of all the corruption and everything else from a very young age, um, you know, growing up, doing a lot of research on the stuff and you know, Jeff, Jeff kind of has a similar story as well, where that's concerned. And the evolution to get to this point, to where now, we know it's all fucked up, and we know it's all rigged, but it doesn't matter, right? And not only that, but not only does it not matter is, there's no point in trying to convince anybody, because they're on their certain path in their journey for a reason. You could plant seeds along the way, sure, and maybe drop little hints here and there, but to sit there and get into a full-blown argument with somebody about this stuff is just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. And, and you're wasting your own time, not only that, but could even be potentially pushing people even further away from the truth by doing so. So I let people make their own choices, form their own thoughts and opinions on whatever they want. We're just here really to open people's minds and maybe to get people to think, because I think critical thinking has really been lost in today's society. Um, 
and and people just want everything right now they want everything super convenient and if they have to um if they have to think they, they don't want to think they just want to be told what to do for the most part but for people like us that's all we really do we, we're critical thinkers and you know that's really what the world was built on is critical thinkers yeah so, that's that's 100 percent. the world is built on critical thinkers which is why people like john d rockefeller when they started you know he had the general education fund that's when from my take and i just met, i made this video a while back that went viral that you know that's when modern day slavery began because they tricked people into thinking that slavery ended after the civil war and that it was only black people but nah they made everybody slaves it didn't matter they tricked us into thinking that money was real something printed on cotton that's backed by gold all these things were set values by mankind all to keep you as a cog in a system and keep you dumbed down and and with with the foods with even the things that we were programmed to do this is why the way i describe a spiritual awakening or an awakening uh, not to be confused with the woke word i hate that word because it's it, it really does it's not the same thing and they they, they crack their little jokes. Oh, you're one of those wokies? No, dude, look, stop. Anyways, uh, it's unlearning everything you've been programmed to do. It's, it's, it's using critical thinking and intuition and using your gifts. And the hardest way, to, the, the, the easiest way to remove yourself and to even see outside of the box is go away for like three weeks. Go away for a month. Don't talk to any of your friends. Don't watch the news. Don't eat any bad foods. Don't eat any meat. Maybe tap your pineal gland. Hit that third eye for a little bit. And you will see so your whole worldly view, you will see so much programming and everything's designed to keep you as a hamster on a hamster wheel. And after a while, you it just when you when you when you figure out that the lies started at Easter Bunny santa claus and all these things and they and those are the little lies that it was just literally everything is one big lie it kind of you kind of go through these range of emotions of like hurt like a lover pissed off because you're like man how the hell how can y'all treat people like that then you feel like an idiot because you're like man how did I, man i just straight got got like charlie hustled over here into thinking that this was the only way and so once you start to awaken, the other way just doesn't make sense. And I don't knock people that have a nine to five job, but I would rather as somebody who millionaire before homeless four times, I would rather go without than be the cog in somebody's system. Like I would rather just go without and just and live a simple what a time life to be alive. The there was, I would say five to 10 years ago, the stuff we're talking about now, we'd be shunned and like, you might find a little subreddit group that might okay us, but like, look at what you just said, you have 500,000 followers. That's, that's impressive for the type of subject matter that we're going over, you know? And it's just the information's there. I think even though the whole woke movement is crap and a lot of their ideology, but it's giving people other opportunities to look at the world different. You know what I mean? Whether we believe in what they believe in or not, no, probably not. But uh, it's just, it's great, dude. I, I i remember looking up in the sky and seeing like the first chemtrails and being like, that's not right. But every single person around me was like, dude, you're tripping. You're tripping. And I was like, now look at it. It's all come out to light. You know, just everything, everything that we were all tinfoil hatted about is now come to light. And it just brings more, 
more to the manifestation part of it, that we have to be above it. We have to raise our frequencies and not be part of the programming. That, that, 100%. That, that's 100. <laughs> everything, you know, if you would have told me two years ago or even a year ago that I'd be talking about vibration. Nah, I was talking about it a little bit then, but vibration, frequency, like all of these things. You know, and this is the, the way I describe it, because a lot of us had to break free from our families. Your family can be some of the most judgmental people. They remember things you did 25 years ago, never going to let you live it down. But and they they, they don't want to they see your growth, but don't want to see it. But it's like once you break out of these constructs, you realize that you're more aligned with people energetically then you are your blood DNA. Everything is vibrational frequency. And we're all pieces of a puzzle that were split up around the world, which is why, you know, only some people get it. And almost all of us who are high vibrational have been called extra. We've been called emotional. We had bad tempers. We, I mean, we wore our, our, our feelings on our sleeve. And then we finally found this place of self-love and a place to try to harness this, uh, this energy and it's like, now I see everything like a game. You can't, that you could try to play a game to try to piss me off, but I'm not going to let you because I know it. everything's designed to keep you on that low frequency. And like you said, the fact that we can have these conversations out in the open. When I was in Sedona, I'm seeing like, like I was uh, almost six weeks ago, I guess. Yeah, all these spiritual jewelry and we all have our jewelry, but I see all these third eye tattoos and triangles and like just... And I and I and I was and the lady was working at like a fast food restaurant. I'm just like, man, you know, I was like, man, I'm about to tear up, man. We ain't got to hide no more. Like all the people that have all this knowledge in, in these ancient texts. I mean, we have some of the smartest people in the world in the collective. And now, like like you just said, we can say this shit out loud. 100 percent, 100 percent. And it's it's funny because I you know I can I can even relate to what Jeff was saying too you know I growing up like I was saying I I did a lot of research on all this stuff or whatever and I, you know hearing imagine raising a child right and you're like mid thirties listening to like a ten year old try to tell you that uh, that all this shit is rigged and everything's not what it seems or whatever. You know, I was telling my dad that 10, 12 years old, you know, things like that. And now finally, he's finally starting to understand. And he's like, uh, we had a, we have, we've had a few conversations about it, you know, thought I was an absolute basket case growing up. Right. And he's, and he's finally just starting to like turn the corner and realize that, okay, uh, this, everything's this fucking scam. <laughs> like everything I thought was real is fake. Like what? Like he finally, finally a light bulb kicked on and, you know, which really hindered our relationship, you know, among many other things, uh, as a child or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. It, it's wild. Like people, I wasn't sure if he would ever catch on to be honest, but he, you know, he finally caught on and, whatever you know he's on his own journey but and you know Jonah, you really hit on something that that really a lot of people i think really holds a lot of people back too is the whole family thing 
with the whole programming of of the actual your blood family i, I literally honestly there's I'm not one person in my blood family that uh even even my parents that i really feel super connected to um i just don't i never never have you know and i never will i mean you know sure you can care about them you know i care about them from you know just a person to person kind of a thing and i have love for them you know in that way but i know they're not my people you know <laughs> it's it you're born you're born to a you're born you can't just be born here like the terminator you can't just come at a full adult so you choose your parents before you come and it's a hard concept for people to, to really grasp but for those of us who know who volunteered to come here you choose your your parents you choose where you're going to be in the world you choose your birthday you choose set and settings just like the sims right simulation and um and so it's it's a weird thing because society is going to make you feel guilty about, oh, that's your mom. Oh, that's your dad. I don't care. You only got one mom or dad. And I'm like, no, if you understand that I'm a multi multi-dimensional being, right? And from the, from the multiverse, then technically I'm the parent. If you, whoever is the ascended master, whoever woke up, whoever is the, the, the older soul, like technically you could be the parents to your parents. But we think of time as linear and as in Earth years, but it just doesn't work that way. You had you had to choose if you were going to choose if you know you're a high vibrational and emotional person, or we're we're our our emotions are our superpowers. You're going to choose a hard come. You're going to choose a hard background to come up where you're going to get abused emotionally, physically. You're gonna you're gonna get all the settings because they're constantly trying to jar our energy and you know i don't know if this resonates with you or maybe you know some of the listeners when you when you play this but there's this there's this phrase there's or this term called honeycombing people like that i resonate with somebody like kanye west right yay somebody that's high vibrational that you know he he has good intentions in his heart but you know we're always getting pulled different places and a lot of times we're made to look crazy or we say things or do things when we're protecting ourselves that we don't realize it but there's this thing that happens to us, the people we call the chosen ones, or I call them player ones because you, you know, you can only have one per family. But um, so there's this term called honeycombing, which is basically let's you go along and, and up until the age of like four, you're just this happy baby. And, you know, you're getting you're getting shown all this love. And then all of a sudden you get hit with some sort of a tragedy. It could be like for me. Something bad happened to me when I was four years old, but it, it fractures your conscience and it kind of breaks you. And so this is it. So imagine if as a child, like, you know, you're in the developmental stage, you're developing your emotions and things like that. So they give you these extreme highs where you're just getting filled with love and then mashed with terror. So it, your, your conscience, by the time you, by your, the time you're a teenager, you, you can still function and be normal, but your conscience is fractured in, in a million pieces and you're spending your whole life trying to put it back together, which is why a lot of times we never complete tasks or, you know, they say we have ADHD or all of these things, things that don't interest us. We don't really take a super liking to, but um, I don't know if those things resonate with you guys. But like I said, for me, that's kind of how it's felt my whole life is like 
damn, because my, my, my contract got it was always something in childhood where I w was in a dangerous situation or uh, just there was always something where I was just really pushing it. And then now it makes sense, you know, why, why it had to go that yeah. way. But yeah, and yes, you could use 100%. the excuses of having a, having a hard childhood as a reason to be a piece of shit, you know, and, and continue down a bad path of programming. And that a lot of people do, and it's sad. And it's like, use those experiences for growth. Learn from that trauma, you know what I mean? Dig it up. It's hard to look at sometimes, but dig up that stuff and get past it and see why it was put in front of you, you know? There's there's reasons we get we get dealt those hard tasks to deal with. We, we chose, like you said, we chose to be put in these positions to learn from, to move on to the next karmic cycle. Your pain ends up becoming a superpower. I mean, it's a weird thing. If you can forgive the hardest shit you ever went through, if you can just let some shit go that most people wouldn't, it turns into a superpower. It's the weirdest thing because a lot of us held those grudges and we, you know, it's easy to make excuses. Well, I'm, you know, I treated you this way because I got treated that way or, and, and for me personally, I grew up around a harem of narcissists. Like, think about this word. Man, ain't none of, none of us were using the word narcissist in the last three years. And now we're like, oh, narcissist, narcissist, gaslighter. Because we're like, everybody we ever fucking were around was like some people that were always telling us who we were, telling us our intentions. Uh, um, you know, there's always some kind of a jealousy factor. Most of the people that were jealous of me uh, had way more than me, better looking. It just never made sense, this whole earth construct. But you know, going through that narcissist program, I, I describe it this way. If you're around a bunch of narcissists your whole life and you're around people that cheat on their wives or people that, 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 that do bad or whatever, eventually you're just going to be like, well, everybody else is doing it. Fuck it. I guess this is the way. So all of a sudden and you, you could dip your toe in and then all of a sudden you're doing shit you never thought you were going to do. You, you, you become a person you're not proud of. And that's, that's what happened to me. And I feel like it happened to a lot of people where you see everybody else cheating. No, I guess I'm going to cheat, you know, like, and then, but then there's this self-correcting course that all of us have who have been potheads or, you know, alcohol. Like when I feel myself drifting too far away, I kind of like self-correct. And that's, you know, kind of leads into like the plant medicines is like, you got to have that ego death and see that you ain't shit. You're everything and nothing at the same time. That's and that's really, you know, what 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 helped me um, getting past the childhood part because I feel like we all made excuses at some point. Yeah, and maybe not even realized it either. You know, maybe not even realized it. Um, and you know, just actually to kind of touch on what you just said about people growing up being jealous of you and things like that, and you didn't really understand why. You know, the funny thing of it is, is like unconsciously, they probably realized who you really were, right? Unconsciously, not consciously, but unconsciously seeing who you really were. And obviously, you know, they, they were jealous of that because, you know, who they, who they unconsciously knew who they were, you know? That, so. That's a powerful call out because I, you know, I, I say this all the time reptilians don't know they're reptilians grays don't know they're grays agent smiths don't know they're agent smiths they 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 just think that they're just doing everything normal and everything but you know chosen ones didn't know we were chosen ones we're over here getting tre treated like ass 
our whole lives like, man, get me the hell out of here. This place is ghetto as shit. The food sucks. And but then it's like, you know, when you realize, oh, this was a training program and, I, and it had to go that way. But yeah, the, the, the agent Smiths, man, they're <laughs> they don't even know, man. Like like you said, that, that's a very good call out, Con whether consciously or subconsciously. Um, they, they, there was an energy against you um, or perceived against you. But really, like I say, I look at all these hardships from the past as helping us. They were all training tools. They got us to level up. They got us to pick our teeth up off, off the ground and keep pushing, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure we can all say we got our teeth kicked in quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Still happening. Shit, so, yeah, I, I hear you, man. It, you know what's crazy is, uh, you know, Jeff's experienced it too. Me and Jeff kind of been talking about this uh, since Mercury Retrograde's kind of been active as we are right now. And we're just kind of watching like all the, all the madness and all the chaos kind of like take place with this uh, Mercury Retrograde. People are dying. People like people at Jeff's uh, job are having all kinds of complications and, you know, we're, we're being tested too, having all kinds of things thrown at us. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's really interesting, but people aren't aware. People aren't aware of stuff like that. They have no clue. And if you tell them that they look at you like you're absolutely insane. Dude. I, I didn't know what mercury and Gatorade was three years ago. And then, I mean, shit, I, I'm like, man, what are you talking? And then it came out in a song, and I'll never forget, because last year, well, I guess it's not last year now, but in 2021, I, I'm hearing these terms, dark night of the soul. Man, my whole year, that, that man, my Escalade got stolen. I went through a breakup. I had a business stolen from me. Like, it was just like, that Mercury, the, the planetary shifts are a real thing. There's a reason that... The police department stock up on police and hospitals stock up on staff when there's full moons and planetary shifts because there's a shift that people don't even realize it that there that there be normal behavior changes. You know? Yes. One hundred percent. Yeah, no, I, you, uh, I'm, I'm just taken aback. I really enjoy this conversation. It's it's awesome to see another super like minded individual. I want to pick your brain on so many levels, I don't even know where to begin. Yeah, this planetary shift's been a rough one, though. Uh, everyone around me is going crazy. I'm just glad I know about it and I can look at it from a level ahead, you know, and I can be like, okay, I know what's causing this. What? And then I can be that voice of solace for some of these people that are going crazy. And that's that's nice because I'm not stuck in the mix. But... Yeah, it's we can, you know, to just to be able to explain these things because like i said you know when i even thinking about spirituality before i just i just always think would think about hippies or like you know just all of these things like crystals like and it was like again we've all transformed and had this metamorphosis into people that you know now we're leaders because you know the divine masculine there's not many you know i haven't met a whole lot of uh typically a lot of the, the male spiritual dudes that I met have either been trying to get all the chicks or gay and I don't, I don't, either way doesn't like that, that that's your own thing but like for me it's like the stepping up of leadership and being the person to answer questions that 
you know, yeah, we used to watch football every day, all day. We, yeah, we, you know, we bet sports, we plant fantasy, like, but like this, this, this route and this path, I found peace and it's a way to help other people that, you know, uh, have had struggles in their life. And, you know, that's, that's, it's, it's really our, our greatest gift is just being our authentic self and being able to, like you just said, have these conversations because it was not comfortable for me to, to talk about these spiritual things and, and shadow work and like all these things. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I definitely, um, even the last couple full moons, I had a couple rituals and I'm doing stuff under the moon with my crystals. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> but it works. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, well, see, and that's the thing too. Like, I'll, I'll be honest, Jonah, you know, whenever you, whenever you did come out, you know, I started my whole spiritual awakening process, uh, like 2019, right, right around there, like maybe like quarter three, quarter four of 2019. And, you know, a lot of wild things had, had taken place and whatnot. Then I stumbled across you in 2021 and, uh, you know, you really encouraged me to really kind of just, you know what, fuck it. Just let it fly. Fuck them. You know, if they, if they can't understand it, it's not meant for everybody. It, it either you're on or you're off. It's just the way it is, you know? And so, yeah. So, you know, I, I definitely appreciate, you know, you putting yourself out there and putting your your message out there and everything because, you know, it will encourage even more people to to actually speak the truth, you know? Like, because I was like, ah, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of like a touchy subject, you know? But fuck that. If you're not on with it, I don't give a damn. I, I don't, I don't care. Don't care. You can't. Like, if, I, if everybody literally goes the rest of their entire life giving a flying fuck what everybody thinks you've already lost you might as well just give up no because you'll never be free you'll never be free yeah part part of i think you know one part that you know i actually made a video on this but part of your spiritual awakening is is becoming is coming full circle and then becoming a teacher but it's also getting over that fear because Look, man, a lot of the thing, I was not comfortable. I didn't even FaceTime, like I said. I say this all the time. I did not FaceTime a year and a half ago. It's not some, It's not that I'm a shy person, but this just wasn't to, to talk about these things and put myself out there. And then I basically lived my life for a year on camera, and I went through multiple awakenings where I thought I, I, thought I knew a whole bunch, but there's so many levels, and nobody knows everything. And the... the, the I always say this, you know, we talk about 3D and 5D, right? Uh, third dimension, fifth dimension, it's a state of consciousness, it's not a place. And when you get to 5D, it's like, like, you know, getting canceled in 3D is actually a gift. When, when, when people, when your peers or people start to talk about you or look down on you, that's a great thing because they're forcing you to either, you're not going to go their way. I mean, the, the, you're, we're too late for that, but it, it just forces you to overcome your fears and even like making content, you know, just all of these things. It took a while for me to, you know, because everybody, the problem with spirituality is people want to know everything before they start talking. If somebody asks me a question, I don't want to be, instead of just saying, Hey man, I don't know. Like there's nothing wrong with saying, like people assume that like, because all the answers are in our DNA that we just, 
I mean, we can we have access to them, but like, just say just say you don't know and be your authentic self versus waiting. You know, wait if you're gonna try to wait until you know everything to try to be a spiritual leader or whatever. You're, try to start a spiritual business. It's just because people are gonna resonate with you that understand. They're like, oh, yo, you're man, you're me. I see myself in you. That's why I always that that Lenny Kravitz song, Believe. I am you, and you are me. If you understand that we're the same person, we're part of the same collective conscience, having different experiences, but we're really the same, it just, it makes life so much easier and it gets, you get away from the individuality because it's supposed to be a coming together. Yes. Yes. And, you know, and look at the, look at, look at the, look at the programming of the world. It's either fear or division. That's it. And we're sitting here like, no, unity is really the answer, you know, like, but people just hold on to all this stuff and they, they let these people control their minds by pushing all that crap and, and it keeps everybody divided. Right. Cause I'll tell you one thing, if everybody were to unite tomorrow, all this stuff would crumble to the ground the very next day. The very next day. The, 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 that's one hundred percent correct. That we we live in a, in a in a world where everybody wants to be a label. I'm black. I'm white. I'm gay. I'm straight. I'm a Republican. I'm a Democrat. The Matrix forces you to pick something and be very very passionate about it, and then they make you hate your buddy. Like they don't want you to just like it a little bit. They want you to be so passionate about it. And then you, you get stuck hanging with like minds, which there's nothing wrong with that. But they're all programmed. It's like, I don't care about your tires, Bubba. I don't care about this, the, all the material things you don't. I don't tear about, care about all these things. But everybody wants to be a part of an individual group instead of fighting for our, all, all of our so sovereignty. Instead of saying, hey, hmm, 1% of the population that we gave control to controls everything but it's all an illusion. That's the other part of it. Like it's, we hold all the energy because we are free. There are rules here and there are contracts. You know, we could talk about Illuminati at some point, but there are rules here and, and or, or witches where you have to do these things that are consent, which is why the programming we'll watch in TV and things like that. They put these little hidden things in there that they say that they're telling you, but without telling you. It's the Truman Show, right? It's the Matrix. It's it's these um, even Minority Report. There's a there's so much truth in futuristic societies um, that that they're putting out there. So, you know, how can we come together? This is the challenge that I have: is that how do we break the Matrix? How do you break the simulation? How do you get disclosure from all governments and that we've been lied to and everybody's been conspiring and that. We're all numbers and we're all algorithms. I'm Jonah, number one, six, seven, eight, two. Like, literally, we are all walking and talking programs. And none of this shit is real. Our real body is on a spacecraft hooked up on a machine. And, and this is, you know, we're playing, playing a, a video yeah, game. I think having that breakthrough experience, Bill, is what it takes to to understand those kind of concepts because there's going to be the average person that goes to work their nine to five every day, comes home, turns on CNN, and they're going to listen to what you just said and be like, that's a crackpot statement right there. But no, I mean, once you, 
once you've connected to your third eye, once you go ground, take off yeah. your fucking rubber shoes and fucking go outside and connect to that ground and just go sit by a tree and listen to it breathe and then understand that we're part of something bigger. Absolutely. Like, I don't know. This is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. No, you're exactly right. It's like, you know, all, all of these things are there. There's, you know, there's so many much subliminal programming. You just said shoes. Grounding is something that I've used in the last three years that's really helped me out. Like just hitting the reset button. But you go to the mall and you see a store called Foot Locker. They're literally telling you to lock up your feet whenever there's so much. There's so much. Um, nerve endings and so much connectivity through your feet with connecting to the earth because the earth is a living and breathing organism and they can't see that because they're put in these spots to always be competitive that's another thing that the matrix makes you do it, from the time of little league football you got to be better than your buddy you got to have a bigger house you got to have a hotter girl you got to have all these things and be better versus just coming together and just being as one so you know we get it we see it but look what it took us to get here you know and you know that's why i admire people like dustin who you know plant medicine is 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 the uh is hitting the the is hitting the zoom button to get there versus versus because you can i mean you can pretty much show people how the construct works and, and explain concepts and they can get it but it's really hard to see the interconnectivity and how we are all literally one conscious being until you enter those other realms. So that's just my thought process. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, I really like that footlocker statement. You know, honestly, I never really, uh, really never really thought about footlocker <laughs> until you said that. And that makes 1000% sense to me. Like, yeah, 1000%. And you know, the funny part is, a hell of a time getting my 12 year old to even put on shoes no matter it's riding a bike going to the damn store anything man i can't get this man to put on shoes even 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 if we go to the store like it's crazy it's it's pretty funny it's pretty pretty funny it is pretty funny but obviously consciously or unconsciously he knows you know and maybe maybe even maybe even well he i mean he knows he's aware now he was doing that way before he was aware you know which i thought was really funny so he unconsciously he was aware that he needed to do that for himself. So that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, I, I mean that's that I, I love that. And uh, you know, uh, again, these little tips and tricks on navigating things. You know, just connecting to the earth. It's 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 such a level up for our DNA. And not everybody's going to understand that. And not everybody's going to want to drink alkaline water. And not everybody's going to want to take breaks on eating meat. Like all of these things, you know, I, when I used to hear about vegans, I used to think of vegans as like the people who do like the, those people who do like the fitness routines in the morning, they go like the circuits and they want to tell you all about it. And oh my God, you got it. And it's like, <laughs> Hey bro, man, I, I see you found your way. I'm happy for you. Cool. But I see why they're so high vibrational and have so much energy when you eliminate the toxins. They're, they're, they're putting antidepressants and all kinds of drugs in the meat. They're putting, we already know they're putting fluoride in the water. Everything's designed to keep you depressed, horny, and like literally feeling terrible about yourself. Watching porn, right? You know, I mean, just 
everything in this whole damn world is designed to keep you feeling terrible about yourself. And let me go to the liquor store and get me a six pack or let me get this or, you know, let me get let me numb this versus feeling the raw emotions. And, you know, I'm, I'm in Houston, right? The fourth largest city in the United States. And they call it the fattest city in the United States because there's more restaurants per capita than any other city in the United States. So you walk out of your door here and you got you have so many restaurant options that are terrible. You've got the billboards that have strip clubs, right? Like they're trying to keep you at a low vibrational state uh, or, or, and sex trafficking, human trafficking. You got pawn shops. You got liquor stores and wine spirits, right? They, everything is, is trying to get you hooked. And um, what I call like a functioning addict, which a lot of us live that life. A lot of us had at some point took Adderall, smoked weed. Uh, like, like maybe took a few pain pills. Like we literally were numbing the shit out of ourselves for days on end every single day just to get through our day because we didn't want to feel the emotions of this negative ass world. Like we live in a, a world. Well, I say that my world anymore isn't negative, but understanding that the world I had created before was it's always seeing violence. It's always seeing the news. It's always seeing these things. So Getting to a place where you don't have to numb yourself anymore, because that's what a lot of people are doing. A lot of people are, are numbing themselves with the foods they eat and uh, the water. Yeah, I guess we lost them. We'll wait for them to come. Hello. Uh oh. Yeah, guys, this is uh, this is this is real shit. Like this is real life. Um. So yeah, it uh, it's very 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 interesting. Um, you just gotta really, you know, everybody's on their own path and, you know, you have to, you have to go at your own pace, right? I don't encourage anybody to do anything they don't feel comfortable doing. Um, but you know, Hey, that's just, this is just our journey. Uh, I wanted to talk about it. It's been a great conversation. I really want to start speaking with Jonah more. He's definitely got a lot of insight into things putting it ways that I wasn't even thinking about it. I had a few aha moments, you know? So. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing, man. Like that's, that's what's really nice about talking to people that, that are aware and awake to all this stuff is because you can see, you can, you can hear and see things from a different perspective. Right. Um, and, and it's really nice. It's really nice. I think he, I think he might be coming back. Yeah, I'm loving it, man. It's it's always a good time talking with Jonah. Always a good time, even even just being around Jonah, hanging out. Uh, it's you know, it's definitely awesome. Always have a good time. Always good conversations. Dropped off. He he's back. What happened? He's back. I don't know, brother. I don't know. Just dropped off. Damn, that was weird as hell. Uh, it, it happens whenever you have real conversations, right? It, this has been my experience the last year. Anytime I get, we get into some good topics and conversation, you know. Um, you know, when you show these conversations to people, like, they want people who, you can, people in the middle, you can get some stuff that resonates where they're like, okay. This guy doesn't sound too crazy, but they want me to sound crazy and be all over the place. And, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, 
if you under like so much we've been lied to about so much that you know i can talk about it calmly now because in the initial part of it it's just like you you are kind of mad and like how did i fall for that and then even stuff like this is how i explain flat earth i never thought that i never actually let me say this i never initially cared about the earth being flat it really didn't affect me either way but it's something so big that was put in the bible they said that the earth was flat then they they reversed it and said oh ha, 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 the earth is round and took all these pictures but it's something so big that if we can prove like not if when we prove it it just it literally just basically crumbles the entire matrix and that's what governments are afraid of is that there'll be chaos whenever they whenever we get disclosure and but it's like there's a firmament and a wall that's around the earth which is flattish roundish it's not completely flat it's like it's got a it's funny shape i look at it kind of like a spaceship a, a spaceship or a uh, a barge in the water and so when i talk about things like being a star seed or an extraterrestrial they're like well how could you be an et or an alien if there's a firmament and you can't get past the ice wall with these rockets and by the way they've shot nuclear weapons to try to break out of this thing like there ain't no getting out of this shit. Like maybe there's a trick, a trick or something, or something. Somebody knows something, but where there, what there are, uh, what we do have here are stargates, uh, and and uh, in Islamic they call them babs, like stargates, portals, or Arab Arabic, I should say. And so they, tr you can travel through the skies. That's why we always see UFOs. The UFOs are off the chain around the world right now. Every night you see shit that we can't even do. But it's so it's they travel through there and then they travel through the ocean, which I got to visit in Bermuda for two and a half months. There was a NASA down there, an aquatic branch of NASA. And I was literally seeing ships jumping in and out of the, the ocean at night and like nobody's looking around. Nobody cares. But um, and then the things that we know to be true past Antarctica, the ice wall, like. There's so much going on in multiple dimensions and multiple worlds, but it's not the way we see it. And and so to even try to explain these things to people, because look, I'm 15 minutes from NASA, right? NASA. And this is here's another way how disclosure works. NASA, NASA, the same word in Hebrew means to deceive. These motherfuckers are telling you that literally we are a 26 billion dollar a year money laundering operation the reason we haven't been back to the moon th this is the the one that came up the other day because they're trying to go back to the moon is that the the budget is like 60 million a day they need to go to the moon please stop bro please like 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 cut the shit man like like the the the, the lies on top of lies and heralding these astronauts is is uh, heroes whenever they were actors on a movie set is mind blowing, you know, it's mind blowing. So, you know, these are some of the things that I wouldn't say this out loud before the earth is flat. In, in the beginning of the pandemic, I made fun of two people and, and I, I don't mean to say it this way. I was on this dating app. And so I'm like, man, every chick I meet is a fucking anti-vaxxer and a flat earther. And holy shit, was I wrong? They like, like they had this shit right. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh damn, you were, uh, my bad. <laughs>
that's too funny. Yeah, it, you know, just to, just to go back just a little bit, what you were saying about the meat thing, it's kind of funny that you, you know, kind of brought that up because over the past 12 months, uh, well, let's just go even before that, right? I used to be a huge person, like, on meat, right? I could love meat, right? Eat it all the time, whatever, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Over these past 12 months, there's been a shift with me where I just, at one it just doesn't taste as good as it used to. Well, number one, number two, I eat uh, far less meat than than I did like in previous years. You know, uh, and it's just naturally been a thing that's naturally happened. And yeah, I can definitely say I feel better. I feel better. And as you know, things progress and things like that naturally. You know, I'm sure I'll end up feeling even better after that. So, like, there's definitely there's definitely a lot to it. And, you know, think about all the trauma that the meat goes through. Think about that we're, we're just basically eating trauma at that point, right? Um, <laughs> and then, you know, when we're eating vegetables, fruits, and things like that, we're putting life into our body versus death with the meat, right? So... It's uh, it's very interesting. It's definitely very interesting. When when you understand, this was this was, these were next level concepts that I was getting to as I started to awaken more and more and figuring out higher levels. Everything's energy. When when you go get a tattoo, that's an exchange of energy. For, you're taking on the energy and frequency of whoever's giving you that tattoo. When you get a haircut, you're taking on energy. Animals take on trauma. The only natural way to eat meat, and I'm saying this as somebody who never thought that they would give up or quit meat. We all we were trained from the time we were kids. Oh, you need your protein. You got to have protein. We're finding out fucking meat doesn't even have any. The protein you're getting is from the plants that the meat that that animal ate. Like, I didn't even know that. Like, it's so next level. But when, when you when you really see and break it down and you quantify everything to energy. It's why, like you were just saying, like I could hear it in your voice. You're, you know, we can't, we haven't maybe necessarily fully given up meat, but we don't, you understand, you feel like you don't need meat anymore. And then so once you start feeling better, because I found I'm less emotional, I'm less, my, my emotion, like it's just way more in check. I don't have, sometimes I would get random headaches eating meat. I feel so much more in tune that I don't want to feel another way. It's like the thing, like giving up alcohol. So when you get to these levels, and this is what this is the best way you can tell somebody who's going through an awakening is you can't force anything on anyone. Like it's it's gotta be their timing and they're gonna do it in their way. And and but once you start seeing how much better you feel, you're like, damn, if I can do this and all I did was quit meat, maybe I should start walking a couple miles a day. Maybe I, like it's 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 gonna be a ripple effect where the next thing you know, that person you you have constant meta metamorphosis and you know meat is something again that they say that the only natural way to eat meat is if the uh, is if the animal dies on its own like the animals in a pasture and you there's no there's not a proper traumatic way that you cannot take on frequency and it, it you know teach their own i don't i don't knock people who eat meat but um yeah, no, but i don't advocate no, for it anymore either yeah, same here, same here. You know, 
And it goes back to what we were just saying. You know, everybody's on their own path and at a certain point in their journey. You know, eat me. I don't care, man. That, that's you. You know, that's you. 100%. But, you know, I still eat meat personally, but just a lot less. And it seems to be getting less and less and less. And, you know, as you back to the whole thing of learn unlearning everything we've learned, it's the same thing with this too, because you have to learn to eat differently. You have to learn how to get those certain vitamins and nutrients through other foods that maybe you were getting through meat, right? So it's a whole, it's a relearning process. It's a whole relearning process. All this stuff is, you know, so it is a journey. It's, it's, it's a lifetime journey because, you know, again, like what you were saying earlier, nobody knows everything. And nobody will, not one person on this planet will ever know everything. And that's just the way it is. But that's what's cool because, you know, talking to like-minded individuals and people that are awake, I can see things through different perspectives and they can see through th things through different perspectives as well. And we can all kind of just collectively grow together. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the best way to be because, you know, that's that's the difference between uh, a, a narcissist and somebody who has empathy. An empath, you can at least put yourself in the other person's shoes. You say, okay, damn, you, I fucking went through that. Or I, I feel your pain. Like, I can only imagine versus the other way. And, you know, again, man, all these things we had to learn. Um, uh, you know, it's what I, I, you know, and I appreciate your growth. And, you know, just like, like you said, would you want to come to earth and know everything? Like, like if you know, like knowing what we know now, would you want to come here and be like, okay, maybe not this incarnation, maybe in another two, one or two incarnations, maybe you want to come here and be a super user. Imagine come here and being born wide awake. You can like, like hot tub time machine. You could come here and invent Google. Yeah, uh, you can come here and invent all these cool ass companies and be a super user. And don't get me wrong, that, that to me that would be fun for a certain point. But if you have all, it's like cheating at at, at a poker game or cheating at, at gambling. Like, like it's not as fun. It's not nearly as fun when you get to go on this path of self discovery. And that's why a lot of people have is, they said, "Damn, Joni, you lived this amazing, great life." And I didn't at the time. I'm like, "Dude, you don't even know. I've been eating out of cans for the last two weeks. You have no fucking clue." But in reality. <laughs> It's an adventure like like that to me, yeah. not not no. They say the difference between 3D and 5D is in 5D. Imagine waking up for the day with no plan. You just live your life. You just live whatever you're the writer, the director, the actor and the producer and the star of your own show in your own movie, which is you live the day. Let's see what comes. Let's see what I can manifest. Let's see how I can unlock my gifts. That's another thing I tell people. Uh, not to get off topic, but about money. Money can actually hurt you when it comes to your spiritual awakening because when you get to a comfortable place, why do I want to grow? You know, like Kanye used to say, I don't listen to people that are broker than me, you know, <laughs> and I'm not making that statement, but I'm just saying like money, when you, when you have no money and you, and you like, and you have to almost force yourself in these positions to help elevate and unlock your higher states of consciousness and gifts. When you're when your body enters fight or flight mode or there's a perceived danger, you become clairsentient. 
all of a sudden there's a there's a, a burning car that's flipped on top of a, a child and all of a sudden you're you activate to like these are the kind of things that I don't want to say I either did them consciously or subconsciously where put myself in positions to see how the fuck am I going to get out of this one? And that's happened several times in the last year. And then that's how I know it's all a game We're we are divinely guided. We're divinely protected. You're never going to put yourself in a silly position consciously um, to like, like you didn't just go through a whole ass life to just die in like a goofy way. You know what I mean? Dude, it's real talk, so, though. It's like that's the way. It's almost like a, you're right. The matrix. Yeah, it's like a video game. Every every time you get past one thing, and you're like, "All right, things are going to become easier." No, you just get hit with the next harder level. You know what I mean? You get past that one, you're like, "All right, I'm finally going to be at a place I can plateau, I can chill out." Boom! You get hit with another one. It's just progressively, progressively, and it's it's you can get stuck on that level for the rest of your life if you're not ready to continue. You know, but it's all about just facing that next boss and going forward. This is a good way to look at it. If, if it's why I tell people, everybody you meet, especially now, is like a version of somebody from your previous life. It could be a combination of like your brother, your sister, your mom, your aunt, your uncle. But like, if you don't pass that level, it's gonna co come in a different form. So, if you had a, a gaslighting mom or a narcissistic father that comes in like the female form or or just another person, if you if you are weak. In, in the sense of like, if you don't pass that test, you're going to get another test. So it's like, um, but it's never ending. That's how, like I said, that's how I know it's a video game. You cannot, I know in my heart and soul that you choose a player and settings before you come here. This is some real life video game shit, Grand Theft Auto, whatever you want to call it, The Sims. And so when you know that, you, you don't take, the, this is why... This is the, the, the issue that I have when they're trying to explain re religion and spirituality. Because you do have a spiritual base too. Like you are here to grow spiritually and, and be, come to a place of self-love. But it's still a video game. So it's like, you know, when you, when, you can, when you have that sort of attitude about it and that, you know, I'm, 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 we're playing Contra and I got, 30, I got 30 lives up, up, down, down, BA, BA, select, start. Like you, you got infinite lives here, dog. Like. I ain't like I don't get too caught up anymore on on individual things or like even the learning part of things. Let me say that part. It is a never ending rabbit hole that when most of us woke up I, from Gaia Channel to Dolores Cannon to all of these books, the Anunnaki Return, the, the Law of One or Power of One, whatever. Like there's so much information and it's it's fascinating until it's not anymore where you're just like. You know, it's never ending. So when you can finally learn to live in the moment, live in the day, be present, um, I feel like it's it's just a better way of life versus... It doesn't mean you have to halt your learning or anything like that, right. but it can just be a, a very overwhelming. Very, very overwhelming, especially with all the information, right? Like, there's just so much information and you get... Some people will get overwhelmed, you know, with, with stuff like that. And, you know, at a certain point, we all we all have our threshold where we do get overwhelmed, you know. And there's only so much we can process at in a little short span of time, right? So, you know, like you said, it's just take it as it comes. That, that's just, you know, that's pretty much the best approach. I mean, obviously, you know, 
don't just sit on your hands and and not like try to learn anything at all and just get comfortable and stagnant but but also don't don't feel like you have to learn everything overnight because you're never going to know any everything anyway so 100 percent. you're never going to know everything when you can accept that you're 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 good and for me lately my my biggest thing has been trying to uh, crack this. I don't know if you guys are, you know, do a lot of sacred geometry, but when you, you know, every single thing is fucking numbers, your name, like my name, Jonah Rogers, the sacred geometry value is one zero one one. I was born on April 20th, 1980, the 111th day of the year, like one, 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 like everything in my life is always, I guess I chose this settings to be a player one or a number one. And so now I'm on this new, uh, they put everything in entertainment from the time we were kids. I posted a cartoon the other day with Scooby-Doo, where they're talking about the Anunnaki. Yeah. Like, literally, this is from years ago. Did you see that episode? Or did you yeah. see that? I did. Yeah, so it's like, it. they're putting all this shit, because the Anunnaki, and this is the way I describe it, 66,000 years ago, they created us. They had a whole bunch of sex with a with humans, or apes, or whatever. And so that the indigenous people were spawned, and all these people, but... Um, there's so many hidden gems in cartoons and th there's a show now that they just, I just made a video yesterday that went viral, but there's a show that, uh, that you guys, if you get a chance, man, if you want to just really see what's going on, 1899 on Netflix, man, it's, it starts slow, but when I tell you the sacred geometry, if you, if you decode these people's names and the numbers that they show you on here and, and just, the, the 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 Nazi references and Hitler, no problem. Like like, there's so much going on in the, on this show, man. You got to see the show because the plot oh, twist, even getting to the end, man. I'm about to make another video about this show, man. It's it's just it's <laughs> insane. It is, you know, and that's the thing. That's that's everything is always in plain sight, right? Yep, everything, and it always has been, and it always will be. Because I mean, really, nobody can say, "Ah, we we didn't we didn't warn you." Yep. No, they they did warn us. They did. They did. We just were too blind to see it. That's all. You know, the Truman Show, man. I'm telling. I mean, it's. Do you ever feel like this is what the the feeling I get when I go places? It feels like I'm an extra. Like it's a movie set. It feels like there's a. It's like really bad acting, and it's like everything's super predictable. And I know what all the actors, which are the, the the real the people in the world, I know what they're gonna say before they say it. It's like it it just feels so so much like predictive programming, and it's why I know like it's it's exhibit number two thousand. You know, this everything's so predictable. Well, it's funny because it's funny you say that because like uh, there, there'll be times you know I'll get in these little. I think we all I think we all probably do it. Whether who knows? Maybe, maybe some people don't. Whatever, but. We'll go into a store or something, and, and I'll kind of like, I don't know, I'll narrate people's, like, I'll be like, I'll be like, uh, what's his name? Morgan Freeman, like, narrating people's lives in the store and stuff, and, and, and it just happens. Like, like it's it's hilarious, like, things just happen in real time and shit, especially, I, I did that a lot during uh, that, and having, this is, I'm going to jump around a little bit here, but... Going from that even to like with the whole mask thing, right? When when people 
were like huge on the masks and everything. I noticed the difference when I would sit there and, you know, I'm not wearing a mask, but somebody would come up to me with a mask, maybe like an employee or something like that. And I'd be like, this dude's going to give me a great response. He's going to be super friendly and super nice because, you know, a lot of people had a hard time with people being rude, et cetera. If they didn't see you wearing a mask or whatever, you know, what, whatnot saying you're, you're a murderer, whatever <laughs> craziness. Right. So, um, you know, I literally in real time manifested that positive, uh, reaction and, you know, accomplished what I was trying to in the store. Right. And the guy was like, guy like went above and beyond, was super nice. Where other times where I noticed I was kind of wasn't maybe not feeling as well, wasn't as like high vibe at that time, I would get some bullshit negative responses, right? <laughs> and it's it's funny. So like, yeah, one hundred percent. You know, like going. Yeah, I've noticed since I started my journey, 100%. which I didn't I didn't recognize it at first. I just. I just recently started to realize what it was, but when I'm in a room now with people or like somebody walks in and they're in a bad mood, I can feel that energy instantly. And I don't know if that's always been with me or if I'm just starting to become sensitive to it, but like, I feel like it helps me read situations a lot better and I can make better judgments and, and just by being able to feel people's energy and intentions. Is that something you guys experience as well? Yes. One thousand percent. Yeah, one thousand percent. I've been I've been sensitive to the energy since I was a kid, but I didn't really recognize it since the, like until until I really went through the awakenings. And now, like you just said, I mean, somebody walks in a room, and it's like like a poker player reading another poker. Like I just instantly know and feel this person's energy. And yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of darkness in this world, and you feel that too, you know. It's very rare that you feel somebody's good energy because it just doesn't it doesn't feel like there's a lot of, you know, I kind of look at us as like positive and negative batteries. And so there's not it's hard to find a lot of positive. Like it's hard to find the light. <laughs> We're split up. <laughs> yeah. 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 One hundred percent. But, you know. It is, but it, it's nice. It's nice whenever you do and you have these conversations because if you you value them much more, right? You value them much more. Yeah, that's that's a good point. It's and I'm sure this happens to you guys. Whenever you guys have offline conversations, it's it's almost like a charging station for like, you know, there's there's certain people that I'm sure come through our lives that like they can drain you. It's like it's always something negative or it's all they always got some kind of bad beat story where you're like, dude, Every day you got something wrong, whenever. But whenever you get in these positive spaces, because we fill up as these as these manifest generators or these positive batteries, we fill up everybody's cups our whole life, and nobody really filled up our cup. We didn't notice that, uh, you know, until later on, and then and so yeah, for sure, it's the 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 sensitivity to the to reading people and then obviously taste light smell like your body's going through a, a, a lot of changes that you don't really notice uh, appetite loss you know the hearing all, all of these things are are very common uh, characteristics yeah. to all for all of us yeah well you know the funny thing is is 
we're all wearing hats, right? Which is is actually a form of protection for, you know, which is funny. Because, you know, there's a lot of things that I did personally, unconsciously, that I didn't even realize until I became conscious of them that I was doing to protect my energy, which is really funny. Like, on my live streams, honestly, from... I might start wearing sunglasses and people are going to think I'm just wearing sunglasses because to be cool or whatever, but I'm just going to start wearing sunglasses at a certain point because that's a form of protection because you got to think like basically the way I, and I've always viewed this this way, even before I was consciously awake to all this stuff, but you know, the eyes are like a portal to your soul, basically, you know, and you don't you don't want everybody seeing everything, you know. Got to protect yourself from from those negative uh, negative energies. Agree. So you don't get dreams. Yep, and that and like and then and if you notice like you'll if you're around a lot of negative energy, you'll start eating a bunch of food to pack on weight to protect yourself. That's. If you don't run yourself properly. Yes. I, I've, I've I noticed that a whole lot uh, in times of, of perceived stress. It's it, it you, you go back to like my first defense mechanism was food. I was always gaining 30, 40, 50 pounds. Like, I mean, what food was my first drug? And so it's like <laughs> food and alcohol. You go back to like numbing yourself in a defense mechanism. But that's a great point. You put on that extra weight to protect you from that energy. Um, it, you know, it, it's, 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 it's just the irony of these things that we do subconsciously, um, just yeah. to keep ourselves in a place of like, okay, I can handle this, you know? And, and all that stuff is in our DNA from our ancestors and things like that too. You know, all that stuff was programmed because they were a lot more conscious than we are today. Right. Of all these things. So they did these things way back then. And I think. Don't quote me on this, but I'm, you know, could be right, could be wrong, but I'm almost positive it takes like five generations to actually encode your DNA differently. So it takes five generations to learn something new, to have something encoded in your DNA, uh, which is very interesting. And listen, I'm not a scientist, whatever, but I did, I learned that from Billy Carson. So that's. You know, I'm not like some kind of crazy scientist hooking people up to brain machines and, and doing all this stuff. But yeah, no, it's it's pretty interesting, man. Like uh, a lot of interesting, like hidden. Like, well, you've seen the, the flea test, haven't you? Where they put the fleas in the jar and then they're all jumping and they can jump out and they put the lid on it overnight. And then the next day they take the lid off and the fleas can't jump any higher than that lid was. And then even going further, the next generation of baby fleas can never jump higher than that original lid was, even though they've never seen the lid. So, I mean, think about it as the programming we've been put into is just like that lid, you know what I mean? We can't see past that. And all of all the generations that have come up to us have been put inside that box. So it's really hard to break free of that just because we've been tamped down so hard. Big facts, man. That's That's... That's really how this whole construct works in programming. And and you see how easy it is to keep people programmed. I like, I, you know, when I was in New Jersey, I, I mean, uh, I met this guy. It was, it was actually his son. And he was just like, you know, I was saying, man, 
talking about nine to five and a how like all these things and he's like but i want that and i was like you you want to be programmed and he's like yes i, I want that <laughs> and i was just like i mean i get it i mean i you know it, you know people some people just want to be structured and and um and you know be like a cog or you know an npc type person and you know, I understand, you know, when you've had a, a life of heartache and, and you just want stability, but they don't, they just don't understand. And, you know, we put all the, you know, the matrix, the way I describe it is, you know, it's a slate, it's, it's a, the imprisonment, imprisonment of your mind. It's anything that keeps you from ascending to your highest levels or keeps you from being, you know, at a very limited mindset. And um, anything is a matrix, like everything is, is is really designed for you to to overcome so you know if, if, if their reality they choose you know the xyz then you know i don't knock them for that i used to i used to be very hard on people and came from a place felt like it came from a place of judgment looking back but i don't care what anybody does with their life i ain't even trying to convince anybody anymore like if they can't see that 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 they're being um, restricted in their growth as a, as a, in development, as a being here, then, then that's on them. You know, they, they chose that path. And like you, like you said earlier, it's not our job to wake anybody up. It is their journey. It is their path. If they want to stay asleep this whole ass incarnation and be a bot, be a bot, be the best bot you can be, but don't be like an in-betweener bot. That's just their piece of the cogwheel, though, you know what I mean? Not everyone can be a chosen one. Not everyone can be awake, or else the whole thing would fall apart. And, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what would be great, if we could all get back to the basics, you know what I mean? And and, and tap into that Akashic record. It's where we're all supposed to be, just a hive mind, you know? And that's, they don't want us there. They definitely don't want us there. It's where all the big power is. Exactly. Then why would we need them? You know, if, if we if we if we were if you had a bunch of wokies, you know, it might be chaos. You know, like yeah. I, I compare it to have you seen Bruce Almighty? Yeah. So you know, Jim Carrey becomes God, right? He gets oh, you you suck. You know, Morgan Freeman, and then he gets all his powers, and then all of a sudden he's answering prayers and he does it in email format, and so he sees he's like, man, I got stuff to do. So he's like. Brr. So he grants all these wishes and all of a sudden 1.6 million people hit the lottery at the same time. Like their prayers, <laughs> he, he answers all their prayers. And that's the way I look at with awakening. If you, if everybody turned into God and went into God mode, like, you know, at the same time, it would be chaos. You know, it yeah. would be absolute yeah. chaos. You have a bunch of people manifesting yeah. dumbass shit, like pink Barbie Jeeps and, and, you know, whatever, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit. that's too funny. that is too funny yeah it's it's true though it's true 100 percent. and not only that you know even even people people have to be careful on even how they're manifesting too like because they can manifest manifest things in the opposite direction if they're if if you don't know what you're doing and uh, it is what it is that's that's probably a whole nother topic but um but yeah honestly man i would love to keep this going i think we might run out of recording time on this one 
but I want to have you back on. I'd love whenever you want to come on, let me know, and I would love to have you back on because, man, we always have some awesome conversations. Hell yeah, I, that, I'm I'm always down, man. I, I I I'm actually supposed to be starting one, but you know I I've been doing that for the last year, so you know that might be another yeah. year. But it would be cool to do it in person. If you need, yeah, one hundred percent. If you need some help, uh, maybe getting it started and stuff, just let me know. I'll help you. Yeah, I'm, I'm still Getting kicking it around. Out. I'll, I'll definitely let you know. But, uh, but yeah, man, yeah. I, 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 I enjoyed, you know, I enjoy these topics, and, and I'm gonna be. I would like to come back on next time and talk about crypto. Yeah. I don't know anything about crypto, okay. but I know that I'm about yeah. to be in that arena, work doing some stuff, and, and working on some stuff. So. Maybe we can we can chop up some stuff and or uh, or even go live on IG. We can have the same conversation on Instagram uh, if you want, if you you know just to want to mix it up. But but we don't have to do that either. We can have it on here. We can do. Listen, I'm this this podcast is literally just about speaking the truth. Whatever topic we we're gonna come across all different kind of topics, all kinds of different uh, anything. Nothing, literally, no topics are off off uh, the table. I love so. it. I love it, man. Yeah, like I said, man, we'll 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 definitely hop on again because, you know, I I I'm not, I haven't been going live. This is this has been more my my thing lately. So for sure, man. I I I really appreciate y'all having me on. And Jeff, it was nice to meet you, my brother. I I love what you're doing in that jar over there. I hope. Absolutely. I hope Absolutely. Uh, we might need to talk offline. You. <laughs> Very nice to meet you, man. And uh yeah, it's and I can't wait till you come back to Florida, man. Any any uh just curious, any thoughts on might maybe when? I have no idea. I, my plan was to travel abroad this whole year, so um I have to finish something. They invited me to speak at the Conscious Life Expo, which is uh uh, almost mid-February in LA, so I'm gonna go out there and go meet meet some people and um, try to get from now till then get some stuff launched. And you know, maybe that maybe I do another year in the United States, and but with a, like an RV or a bus or something. You know, I, but I'm, yeah. my plan was to go overseas. So as soon as I know something, trust me, I'll hit you up. You already know that. Hell uh, yeah, absolutely. If I'm gonna be in Florida for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, guys, it's been real, as always. And uh, remember, stay bullish as fuck on yourself. We'll see you in the next one.